Aloha, welcome to the Art of Being podcast. I'm your host, Patty Hoyt. This podcast was created to listen and share transformative stories from beautiful beings whose lives have been affected by either mental or physical challenging circumstances, which they not only overcame it, they are actually thriving today. I went through my own mental and physical health journey which I overcame after many years dealing with it. Today, I'm healed and have transformed my life around. That's one of many reasons I became a life coach. I'm very passionate about helping others on their journey. I hope after hearing these raw and inspiring stories from these beautiful and courageous beings, it will give hope to someone who is still going through their own mental or physical healing journey. We hope it will inspire and motivate people to keep going with their healing. I believe sharing is caring. Share this episode with someone who needs to hear. Enjoy and aloha. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Aloha, beautiful beings out there. Welcome to one more episode of the Arts of Being podcast. I am thrilled to chat today with this beautiful soul, my friends and my coach, the one and only one, uh, Samantha Kao. <laughs> For those who don't know who she is, you uh, will be, that was going to be a gift today, but Sam is an author. She's a professional keynote speaker marriage coach for women and licensed marriage and family therapist, and my inner mosaic coach. I'm actually studying to be certified on this inner mosaic coach, and I love, love, love. I'm finding myself so many things inside of myself that are like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> so fantastic. I Welcome, Sam. Thank you. It's such an honor to be here again. And I love having these beautiful conversations with you. So looking forward to this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and today I really would like for us to go into your journey, how you became such an amazing coach and a very spiritual being at the same time. Because you came from a very a profession, a, a therapist that has a lot of rules and regulations that you have to follow. And then uh, you became a coach. So when did you start getting deeper or studying your spirituality? Uh, tell us how you, this journey was. Yeah, um, thank you for asking. Yes, so I do have a I have formal training as a therapist, a marriage and family therapist. I was very fortunate that my instructors were quite spiritually open as well. So that helped me to integrate some of the learning that I was going through. But really what kickstarted my spiritual journey was my marriage, just being on the brink of divorce, really, I mean, my marriage, I say my marriage, but there was a lot of other things going on at that time. My husband and I were not doing well. We were high school sweet, had our daughter right out of high school. So we were young. And then at that time, say around the same time, my husband almost lost his foot in a work accident. I had a heart condition that I was diagnosed with, uh, supraventricular tachycardia, had to get cauterization. Uh, it's called an ablation in my heart 52 times. That was uh, while I was awake. My grandmother wow. almost passed, who was my matriarch. She was my matriarch in our family. She flatlined and we almost, she was on life support. We almost lost her. 
my daughter had to go she had a hernia like she had to go into surgery the list can go like the list just goes on and on I was you know just graduating from my master's degree working in a substance abuse treatment center found out my cousin was a resident there right as I was transitioning in he was transitioning out like there was just so much going on in our family and in our lives that I and up until that point I didn't have a spiritual path a guidance system I did grow up Christian, I guess you could say, because my my mom identified as Christian. We went to church on holidays, but I didn't resonate with the religion because I saw people act one way in church and then act another way at, you know, outside of church. And I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not that. I am not that. And so I didn't align with any religion. And but when I Basically, life was just telling me something has to change. And I was finally at a point, there must be something greater out there. Like, what the heck is going on? I felt so just broken and at a loss for what to do going forward. So I went in, right? And I went Mm -hmm. deep into the spiritual realm. I found some mentors, which was really cool. I dabbled first in kind of the metaphysical world where there's tarot cards and oracle cards and crystals and angels and psychics. I really, I just, at that point in my life was so desperate that I needed to talk to a psychic to tell me what was going on and at least to give me some foresight. And that was when I got some good news and I got some bad news. And when I got the bad news that I was going to be divorced by the end of the year, my youngest daughter was going to become a, a drug addict like my husband. Um, there was some major news that I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. I do um, not accept that. I do not accept that. Cancel, yes. cancel. So, yes. um, which I didn't know about before. But uh, they read, I had a couple of different psychics tell me very similar things. And I realized later that they were reading my current energetic path. And what I discovered after that was I do have dominion over my life. I have a choice. I can choose my life path and I have free will. But that was along a very uh, lengthy spiritual journey that I was on uh, to, to discover that. But that is that was kind of like the entryway. <laughs> Long answer, short question. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you deal with so uh, I love that you went in, right? Because at that point, a lot of people actually, when they get to the point that they lost all the hopes and they're suffering, they go outside to find things to numb themselves from the Mm -hmm. physical and mental pain that they're having and all the issues that they're currently. So I love that you said, instead of going outside and numb yourself and and getting distraction, right? You went in and that's when you found the answers. How, and you talked about you grew up in background of Christian. How did you deal with that when you start exploring this uh, spiritual side of you? Yeah. Well, okay. So I just want to back up a little bit. It, it, I didn't not go out at first. <laughs> I did. I ran out of things to, to search for, especially because I didn't, drugs and alcohol weren't, I, I just saw destruction and I knew what it would cause for me. But that doesn't mean I didn't have shopping addiction. I didn't blame everybody else around me. Like I totally did that before I went in. So just wanted to presence that. <laughs> I wasn't perfect. It wasn't good, a perfect Good, process. good. Thank um, you for clarifying that. <laughs> and answer your question about, you know, dealing that 
dealing with the spiritual realm amongst my family, my Christian family, I just kept it a secret. Like it really just, I couldn't tell too many people. I felt it was a lonely road to begin with, but it felt even lonelier after because Mm -hmm. I would bring something up and my family would be like, what are you doing? Witchcraft? Like what's, what's that? You know, or I would mention tarot cards or crystals and like, what are you creating a potion? Like, what are you trying to do? Be a psychic? And there's so many misconceptions around all of these divination tools, right? These these beautiful little, I don't know, I think they're just tools to help tap into an intuitive side of your nature. But um, yeah, so I, I was, I used my discernment, I guess that's what I would say. I was careful who I spoke to. And once I found people that understood me, oh, there was like such a breath of fresh air that I was like, I can talk to you like this and you're not going to judge me. What? (laughs) I can totally relate to that. I came from a very religious background uh, growing up in Brazil. Catholics are a very predominant religious over there. And still today, my whole family, it's actually became even more religious after I left Brazil. Uh, I'm like, I don't remember us being that religious. So I don't know. It's just my perception now from far, you know, (laughs) or if it's true, they went more into it and and nothing wrong with that. People find peace and whatever path they want to choose to go. Right. But for me, there's like an internal conflict to show Mm -hmm. that I have this spiritual side of me. And even like in my business, when I became life coach, I was doing another work that was like, I cannot tell that part, those business owners, you know, that very corporate world, I cannot show them what is this other side of me, Mm -hmm. I needed to hide. And I totally can relate to you and being lonely because I was choosing like, who can I talk about what I'm discovering without the person looking at me thinking, there's something wrong with you. You're going cuckoo. I need to turn you in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what's, like, what's happening? And then I started. So I didn't know. I was very confused in the beginning because I didn't know who I could talk to. And it was very lonely, very lonely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when I started uh, looking for other groups of people that I could be myself, that I could hear other messages and, and be okay and the more I found those groups, the more like, oh, I felt like I was at home. It's like, yes. I feel that I can be myself in this yes. with those people, right? But I, um, I still, I'm not 100% out of the closet. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> not 100%. Yes. I still have I can, I can relate. I can relate to that, that there is still some fear, you know, up until now around judgment, a fear of persecution, a fear of, a ridicule and really taking away our credibility because of you know the things that we believe in and but at the same time it's also discernment right like sharing it in safe places but then also learning and growing our how much we're owning that in our energy and I think we're all transcending that no one none of us are perfect in it (laughs) we're all we're all navigating that for sure yeah so, so, so this is a, probably a good tip for people who are still like almost 100% in the closet, I would say, with their yeah. spirituality and should slowly start sharing their gifts with people that they feel safe in a safe environment, yeah. right? That's like the baby steps. They start doing that. And then the people there, they are 
where you were before, like really mm-hmm. in the dark place, but they feel they have that thought. There's something better out there. There's something else out there. I can feel it. What is like your tip that people can start going deeper into this realm? Yeah, I think one of the things that I hear a lot. So I, and this is again, like, as we're talking about, like being in the closet and coming out and stuff like that, that one of the things that I do do not openly to the whole public, but I do help guide people in navigating their gifts. Like I love helping people do that to really open themselves up to their their spiritual gifts. But one of the things that I hear frequently from many of my clients is I'm scared to open a can of worms that I won't be able to close. Mm. So there's a lot of fear in that they'll dabble in something that is so unknown that they won't be able to shut the door if they if they get too scared or if they get right if they let something out too powerful. And so I don't know why that intuitively came through, but I think my message to everyone who's listening who feels like they have a gift within them or they have more potential than they've been expressing is that it's okay. Like it's safe. There are people like Patty and myself who have just taken a few steps ahead of you understanding how to really pull this out of you. And the one thing that I always discern is that, is it coming from a place of love or a place of fear? And really we get to choose what frequency we want to operate from. So if you're navigating your gifts from a place of love and curiosity and genuine just fun and joy, there is nothing in the world that you can unlock that's going to be evil or dangerous or bad or dark, whatever that is. Like if you are coming from this loving place and joyful and playful place, I promise you, you can do no harm and no no bad and will come to you. If you're coming from a place of fear, I believe that whatever you believe will be your truth, will be your reality. So if you're dabbling with things that are scary to you and that are really dark and somewhat dangerous and evil sure you can call that into your life but just know that if you're really just coming from this loving curiosity there's nothing that will harm you there's nothing that can do you you or your family wrong and that's something that I love I needed to hear when I was on that journey because I was scared of hurting people or myself right Wow, so I don't know if that answers your question, but that's what came through. <laughs> yeah, that that's, uh, <laughs> came through. It that needs to be said. And then it's interesting because something that scared me and I haven't told actually probably like less than a handful of people that I, I did ayahuasca last year and mm. I haven't told. I probably not even five people I've told that I've done that because I was so afraid of being judged. It's like, what, what did you do? But it was an amazing experience and really connected me with my higher self. And really, it was such a freeing experience for me. And I was so, I was hesitating for the longest time until one day I said, yes, I want to do this. And then I could see before was fear and I didn't do it, didn't do it. And then immediately I said, I'm ready. And I came with no fear whatsoever. And my experience was beautiful. And not a lot of people over there in that group, it was a beautiful experience. (laughs) Just so you know, you know, so maybe that person came into the group and it came with a lot of fear. Who knows? Right. 
I can totally I, see that now. Exactly. And that's the key, I believe. And that's just my personal belief. You can take it or leave it. But I believe that our intentions are very powerful, right? You And you set up that intention, that experience from a place of love, from a place of expansion, from a place of curiosity. And that's what you received. You received expans- expansion, information, connection. Um, if you're going in because you're afraid or you're going in deeper because there's something you're running away from, then you will normally amplify that frequency of fear. And then you will have quite a a terrifying experience, right? So yeah, absolutely. And that is like everybody listening out there, what she just said right now, it's every area in your life. It's not just ayahuasca. It's for everything (laughs) in your life. You know, if you come into a situation with this fear, or with this curiosity and loving and, and trusting, you will have different results. You will see the same situation completely different. What is the intention that you came into that situation? And that, yeah, I love that. I need it, to write it down that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what, what pops into my mind is literally the title of this podcast, The Art of Being, because mm-hmm. it, it really is who am I being? in every and any given moment in life. And mm-hmm. that beingness will be the attractor field for my experience. Yes. So again, mm-hmm. when we could be talking about spirituality, we could be talking about physical health, we could be talking about mental health, or just your love life in general, we could be talking about any of those things and or, or your success in your career. And it's who we are being, how we are showing up, the, the mm-hmm. energy and the frequency that we're coming from that really determines our results and the, the things that we are calling into the physical form. So it uh, one of my passions, sorry, Patty, as, as I'm bridging this, but one of my passions is really helping people to pull both their spiritual and their human experience into one so that it's not, it doesn't have to be just all this talking about the invisible realm and talking to ghosts and really you know, going on these adventures in spirit, but it's also like bringing in the human component of it and really living our best life from a spiritual place, from this infinite side of our nature. And I just, I love that. And I just love that that's what you named your podcast because it's, that's the key, like right there is in the name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I need to tell everybody out there, she's my coach and she really supported me on doing this and and pushed me in a very gentle and loving way to uh, have this uh, podcast on. So (laughs) just a a plug that that was her (laughs) also helping me uh, make this uh, a reality as you were talking about and this is my podcast so I don't care if it's 30 minutes or if it's more than that we're gonna <laughs> sorry but we're gonna probably pass because what I came to <laughs> when you are talking about these two things right your spiritual side and your non-spiritual side and bringing and integrating that as one so it's your being your inner mosaic does that it just yes. came to me you are not you teach us and tell us, tell us about that. Yeah, well, I, I love using, you know, analogies and imagery to help describe people's experiences. And one of the things that came through one day when I was talking with my daughter, looking for a, a new name 
because I used to call this shadow work, which made people scared. <laughs> and I really wasn't trying to make people scared. Um, we, we came uh, to the name of Inner Mosaic because we, we each, each of us have different parts of ourselves that were created over our lifespan. And if you really want to take it into the spiritual realm, was also created in past lives. But in this lifetime, right, we have different imprints or impressions that were made by these strong emotional impacts or um, events in our lives. And as these personas were birthed and born through each experience we've had, and it doesn't have to be traumatic, it can be happy, it can just be a significant memory in your life. They make up who we are today. That's the our in, inner mosaic, the, the different parts of us create a beautiful mosaic of Samantha Kaawa today, of Patty Hoyt today, right? And, you know, when we're talking, since we're getting into that spiritual side of our nature too, I like to see like the pieces of a mosaic, right? Like the glass, or if you're looking, I'm talking about an actual mosaic right now. You see all the like the different glass pieces or ceramic pieces that are in they're all separate, right? There's all these little shattered pieces, but the glue to put it all together is your spiritual side of your nature. That is the connecting thread. That is the golden thread that runs through every part, every persona that was formed is your spiritual being. And I think that is the glue to pulling all the pieces together and ending up with this masterpiece of a mosaic. So that's my metaphorical explanation of <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh my God. This was amazing. So are they spiritual? Is the, the glue? Oh my God. As you were explaining, you're so good in explaining things. You have this talented on really putting a picture in our heads. I completely envision and visualize this mosaic in front of me with all the pieces and with the glue and imagining that that's my spiritual being going all over and bringing yes. everything together it just pulls it wow. all together yes 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 wow i got chills so i know me too <laughs> <laughs> so you were actually those of you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes that's me. true that that chill means confirmation so you are now teaching other coaches how to use that in their own mm -hmm. lives and as well as in their practice yes because i'm yes. one of them i'm one of yes the, you the are <laughs> yes you are i do yes. i have a i have a founding cohort that i am teaching over the course of the year um how to use this modality and really integrate it into their lives but then also into other people's lives because the true goal of this modality that i created is something that each and every one of you can do for yourself. It's not something that I, what I want for this movement, even if I could call it that, is that we each have this tool. I think it's a tool that we can use at any given moment in any, situ any situation or scenario that allows us to ground ourselves and really present ourselves in the way that we want to be, in the way that we want to show up in the world so that we can continue to create the results we want. And yeah, as just to go into more of the psychological side or the the foundation of where this is all coming from, some people would call it, you know, inner child work, but it dabbles in that because we are going back in time and looking at a persona that was created, a younger version of yourself. 
Other people would say, oh, you're doing parts work. So internal family systems is something that I absolutely love and I studied um, while I was in grad school. So yeah, there's, there's a part of that that comes into play here as well. But the reason why I call it inner mosaic as opposed to just inner child work or internal family systems or, you know, there's all these other modalities that are a part of me through my history, through my work, is because I, the way that I pull it into the here and now, and we use it in the split second of the moment to apply change is, is a little different than everything that I've learned up until now. It's not just for understanding. It's not just for awareness. It's for literally changing your behavior in the give in that moment. It's there's like a, a hint of CBT in there. <laughs> so <laughs> this modality is necessarily mine because I I birthed it. Like I'm saying that it's in the inner mosaic modality is a mosaic in and of itself of all the teachings that I've had in my mm. past. You know, so yeah. it it really. I take no credit for what I've learned along the way, but I do, I, I love how it's created this opportunity for me to create my own mosaic of, and share it with the world, essentially. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Look at this. We are going to uh, finish. Uh... We're doing well. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing well. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to say that I haven't uh, asked you or brought up? Anything that you want to say? Nothing I want to say, but I do want to ask you a question, if, if that's okay. Oh, me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so, I, I mean, I would love to hear your advice, your take on, you know, what people can do on their spiritual journey, because you and I both have had our own separate spiritual journeys to get to where we are today. And I feel like we've navigated that differently, even though we ended up kind of in a very similar place. So what might your suggestions be for people who are, like you said, trying to come out of the closet of, or trying to really express themselves more from this realm? I think for me, because I, I dealt with a lot of physical pain, I, in the past, I always try to be out of my body, right? I, I saw myself with different parts. Oh, there was my physical body that I always wanted to disconnect from because it was painful. So I didn't want to be there. And then there was my mind. <laughs> that was another part. Like I was not at, talking about one being. I was not one being. Mm -hmm. And when all of those parts were suffering and I, I, didn't want to bring them together because I thought it was going to be even more painful. But right. the answer was that. It's when yes. we cut all of those pieces into one body, mind, and spirit. That's when I, I start feeling different things. And that's when my pain start going away. That's when things start getting clear about my life. It's like, whoa, I... For so many years, I avoided being in my body and I was looking for things outside of me. And when the answer was inside of me, right? And when, wow. when I started to get called, oh, I couldn't get connected with my heart at all because for me, having feelings was not safe. I spent mm -hmm. my entire life avoiding feeling anything because for me, I needed to be in my head back then in order for me to be strong. I couldn't allow myself to actually feel my feelings. So yep. then I was I even relate to that. 
that childhood teaching. <laughs> yes, right. Let's be strong. That means don't allow yourself to go into your feelings. So everything was separated. My being was shattered in different parts and wow. they did not want to come together. They did not because the idea was, again, if they come together, it's going to be a bomb. It's going to like, it's going to explode and it's not going to be pretty. But wow. the answer, when I start connecting with my heart, I start paying attention to my body and loving every little piece of myself. That's when I start getting connection with my, my higher self, my spirit. So like, whoa, I could see, I started seeing uh, many miracles in my own life. And that's when yeah. I was like, I want to go deeper into this. What is this? It was the opposite of suffering. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. You know, I was used to the suffering. I could deal with that. I could deal right. with all of that suffering. I, I you know, I got it. <laughs> yes, I got it. I got PhD on that, you know. Yes, you did. <laughs> but when I went in, it was a very unknown feeling of connecting to your heart, knowing what my heart was saying, listening to it. Like, whoa, that was such a different experience for me but the miracles that start happening from that is from connecting with my heart and allowing myself to to hear what it is that my body my spirit my every all my pieces was telling me with love with compassion and feeling safe as I did that wow that is amazing the visualization I had two visualizations that came through while you were sharing that part of your story that like the parts of you really trying to repel itself from each other thinking that an atomic bomb would happen once they all came together I don't know the title of the movie but it's it's a version of Ant-Man and I think it's like the second I don't know which which part of the series it is but there's a woman in that movie that she was hit with quantum particles and her body just couldn't stay together and the her body kept kind of pulling itself apart and it was so painful for her and I just I that imagery came through when you were explaining that that like all the different particles of you were just trying to separate from each other and it was just causing more pain Mm -hmm. instead of staying together and getting in alignment with your highest self and once you were in in a lot and then the, the second imagery for me was kind of chiropractic like spiritual alignment which I know chiropractic medicine does talk about spiritual connection as well but it was like you you had a misalignment energetically spiritually and once that all clicked in it like all snapped in it was like (laughs) like I'm good (laughs) I like that yes it was a spiritual chiropractor (laughs) like could have had a you know, just an adjustment. Adjustment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then now everything is aligned. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing how less suffering it is and more peace Mm -hmm. and ease and calmness. And I can tell when I start feeling like, oh, a different, uh, oh, my shoulder just started hurting. You know, I immediately don't, I immediately like, oh, what is that that you're trying to tell me? I touched my shoulder and I ask, what is that you're trying to tell me? What is something that I'm not in alignment right now? What is I'm doing or thinking yes. that is not in alignment with my higher self, my well-being? And then, poof, the pain goes away. It's gone. It's, it's so amazing, right? Like the saying that came to mind while you were saying that is what we resist persists. Mm-hmm. So we think 
that you know when we feel pain we're like oh just ignore it like just don't listen to it and but we're resisting the pain we don't want to feel it so we push away from it and then it gets louder because it's like um, I'm trying to tell you something <laughs> like can you listen to me <laughs> right and so, like yes. as soon as we listen it whisp it speaks to us and we're yes. like oh yeah okay like I you know whatever the message might be where oh, you're, you know, you're putting too much weight on your shoulders right now, you need to let something go. Or it could just be, you know, when it's shoulder, it's, you know, it could, it could mean anything as far as um, what you have, it maybe it's an old wound of when you, you know, used to, you play baseball or a sport or something, and it's taking you back to that moment. But whatever the message is, if we're not listening, it will continue. Yes, it, <laughs> it will, will get, get bigger. It will, yeah. The signal comes like louder and bigger and louder and bigger until you listen to it. Absolutely. And I can yeah. attest to that because uh, I didn't know what, <laughs> what, I remember when somebody told me, oh, you need to sit with the pain. You need to talk to the pain. I swear I wanted to punch that person. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> this is excruciating pain. There is no way I'm going to talk to my pain or be with my pain. No, you know. Right. But the answer was that. Yes. Now we say that, that all the time, right? And we're like, yes. yeah, that's the key. <laughs> that's the key, you know? So, yeah. So thank you for asking the question. And that's how I, you know, through my pain, I would say I, I found this uh, alignment with myself that I didn't even know existed before. And it, it's amazing. <laughs> so thank you. Thank I you. I love, I love, thank you for sharing that. I, you know, I hear, I've, I've heard your story before and I think every time you tell it, I hear something new um, and something new comes through for me. So I'm just so grateful for you sharing that. And I, I honestly believe that our message, like our, our journeys were different, but our message is the same. And we're, I really just want those of you who are watching or listening to know that there is a safe place for you to explore who you are and what seeking to emerge through you and it's okay like there are there is someone out there I know for sure that understands your journey whether that's a physical pain-filled journey that Patty has experienced in her lifetime or whether that's really feeling the pain of going through a possible divorce or family issue or relationship issues that that I have experienced but either way we are all seeking this evolutionary journey of enlightenment, right? So however it's coming through for you, I know that there's somebody who will align with that, who will understand you. And if if it's just starting with the two of us and having a conversation with us, let that it let that be it. Because I know that Patty and myself, like we're always willing to guide you to the next person if it's yeah. not us. Right. So yeah, I just I just oh, wanted with to that, with share that. that. If people wanted to connect with you, Sam, what is the best way uh, for people to reach out to you? I would say email would be the best way to reach out. You can email me, Samantha. My name is right here on the screen. Samantha at the gems, T-H-E-G-E-M-M-S, right there, dot com. So Samantha at the gems dot com. Email me and we can schedule a time to chat. And I am so about helping you. I love talking to people about uncovering their gifts. I just had a conversation with a, a man in Australia not too long ago. He was scared. He used the words, scared of opening a can of worms. 
without being able to close it. And the conversation that I had with him was so beautiful. And he was just off to the races. Like he's just doing some amazing things now. So yeah, would love to connect. Awesome. Awesome. And if you beautiful listeners out there resonated with me and want to have a conversation, head over to my website, pettyhoyt.com is P-A-T-I-H-O-Y-T.com. Or just follow me on uh, Instagram, Coach Patty Hoyt. And Sam, thank you so much for being here with me today. I truly appreciate you sharing more of your story and some of the new things coming up. I truly appreciate you. My pleasure. And thank you for sharing your story as well. And I believe the more we share, the more we heal. So sharing is caring. Share this episode with somebody that you feel like it needs to hear. Until we meet again. Remember, be the light and feel power. Aloha. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Art of Being podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, send this episode to them. Until next time, aloha. <laughs>